97.9 The Hill, WCHO, and the UNC Hustman School of Journalism and Media present Sports Focus with Charlie Tuggle. Sports Focus, dedicated to in-depth examination of issues of overriding importance in the sports world. Each week, we'll discuss problems and look for solutions in professional, collegiate, and amateur sports. From Carroll Hall on the Carolina campus, here's your host, UNC journalism professor, Charlie Tuggle. Welcome to Sports Focus. Our topic today, the UNC men's tennis team at the ITA Indoor Nationals. Our guest, Sam Paul, coach of that team, talking to us from the tournament site, Champaign, Illinois. So, Sam, uh, the tough question right out of the gate. You know the saying, trying to keep up with the Joneses? Are are you trying to keep up with the women's team? (laughs) We've been doing that a long time. (laughs) Uh, congratulations to them. The coach Calvis is incredible. I think this is his fifth title. So, uh, you know, very happy for them, but, uh, uh, oh yeah, we're always chasing them. All right. Well, that's a, that's a good team to, to chase after. So, uh, Sam, you guys go into the tournament as the second seed seeking your second title last year's runner up your best players ranked number two in the country. That's entirely too many twos. (laughs) <laughs> exactly exactly um no we're we're really looking forward to the tournament you know i think um you know having this group of seniors fifth year seniors back to play uh is a very unique opportunity for us and, and we're so excited to play for the entire season and obviously for this event all right so let's go back uh, in time a bit last uh you know roughly a year ago not quite what in the what it, Tell me how your team reacted to the news that, boom, the season is over. It was a really odd day. Uh, we, were, we were in Miami and practicing on the courts, and they had heard rumors, I think, that uh, the SEC had already shut down uh, things for their weekend. And uh, so our guys were – we were playing Miami the next day, and our guys were sort of honestly going through the motions for the first time. Uh, in practice, but Miami's got a great program, and we're playing them the next day, and it was sort of a very odd feeling. And then, uh, and then we go, and then we hear that you know through a Zoom call that the ACC has been canceled for this weekend, and then we're taking a little bit of a pause. And then, uh, sadly, two hours later, uh, the NCAA announced that the entire spring season would be canceled. So that was a that was a really really tough day on 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 those young men. Can you give me a couple of anecdotes of? how do you deal with them? It's, you know, there's always the possibility of an injury, right? But this is something totally different. Um, Yeah, it was, it was just, uh, I mean, at that time, again, it was, you know, you just feel so bad for them. You could see, you know, obviously for our seniors, they had no idea at that time that they would be having the opportunity to come back and play again this year. And so um, it was tough, you know, just a lot of individual conversations, Right when it all happened, we did a lot of Zoom calls. We just heard, heard about Zoom and just checked on the mentality of them to make sure that they're doing okay. And then I, eventually things got a little bit better and they got, you know, got, were able to practice. And obviously it was great for us to be able to practice this fall. Um, you know, unfortunately we had no tournament play. Um, so that, that's why I think we're just really, uh, you know, embracing this and just really happy to be back on the court playing. Sure. Uh, all the other teams are in the, are in the same boat. Right. Yep. Uh, everybody's season got canceled. And then there was the question about, do we come back? Can we come back? Yep. Who's going to, you know, who's going to fund, uh, yep. you yep. know, the, the spring sports and yep. uh, what are the rules going to be? And how did you, how did you navigate all that? 
Well, again, just talking again, we didn't know about the funding of the scholarship and thank goodness that, you know, coach Williams stepped up for all of our spring sports and pretty amazing tribute to, to, for all the seniors to have the opportunity to come back. So that was just amazing gift from him and amazing gift for those guys. And then we didn't know they would want to be coming back either. You know, we sort of left it up to them. You know, you'll have the opportunity to come back and play. And, and, and we gave them time to think about that and could that fit for them academically? Is this something that they really wanted to do? So as time, you know, kept going on and going on, we're just really super fortunate to have all of them. Some of them knew it right from the start. and Some of them took a little bit more time. Well, sure, they you had to work through the not only can I do, uh, is it wise for me to come back as an athlete, but I'm going to have to be a student, right? right. And I right. I'm I'm supposed to be graduating, so right. you had that that thing to work through as well. Right, absolutely, yeah. And again, that's what makes you so happy that they all came back, you know, for for to do both, you know, to to come back and play and to come back and. And, and, and also some of them delayed their graduation a little bit so they could come back and maybe get, a, you know, a double major. So um, we were really happy to see all of them come back and, and rejoin us again. A lot of experience. Would you say that uh, Blumberg had the toughest decision to make because of how highly ranked he is? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. I think, um, you know, I think, you know, obviously he's going to move on with his professional career and we hope you know, we're hoping for him, whatever decision was best for him and what he decided, we were going to support that either way. Um, unfortunately, you know, there were no tournaments all summer, um, you know, no tournaments that were played, uh, very scarce, you know, tournaments that were played in the fall. So I think, you know, he, he sat down he, and, and one, he cares about our program so much and cares about our team, uh, though, you know, he wanted to give it a, another shot for the team championship. So so unselfish, you know, that, that he would want to come back. Can you talk a bit about him as a player? I mean, it's now five years that you're going to have with him. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, it's uh, you know, he's grown so much. I think that, you know, he's an eight-time All-American. He's one of three collegiate players to ever do that in their career, you know, to make that in singles and doubles. So that'll, that stands by itself alone. If you had the opportunity to meet him off the court, you know, all of his accomplishments as a player, you know, he's a much better person, which is amazing. And it's just so fun to, to be with him every single day. And like I said, he's very unselfish and really cares about the team. Uh, and obviously his game, you know, is just um, tremendous. You know, he's got a, a, a great serves, all-court player. He can come forward. He's got a really big forehand, um, you know, that uh, can – and I think, you know, he's going to do a lot of damage once he does play professional and go professional and has the consistent matches there. You know, he can play with all the top players in the world. Sports Focus. We'll be right back. You're listening to Sports Focus with Charlie Tuggle. And now back to the show. Welcome back to Sports Focus. We're talking about the UNC men's tennis team with the coach of that team, Sam Paul. Uh, Sam, we were talking a little bit about uh, Will Blumberg there uh, at the end of the first block. And you, you touched on this, but I want to make sure people heard it and understand it. How can a guy who's been who's in his fifth year be an eight-time All-American? Um, so again, there's a you're awarded. You can have two All-American awards each year. The accomplished will be in singles and in doubles. So to uh, make the doubles All-American, you finish in the rankings top ten in the nation, or you make the quarterfinals of the NCAA's, or you're seeded. To do that in singles, uh, you finish the year ranked top twenty in the final ranking 
or you're seated at the NCAA championships or make the round of 16 in singles. And it's so much parity in collegiate tennis is very, very tough to do. You know, even, uh, you know, in, in the history of our program, we've got an incredible history. We only had one four-time All-American before this, which was Freddie McNair, a uh, tremendous player that played in the 1970s. And so, you know, we used to talk to our team about being a four-time All-American or whatever, and now Will has the accomplishment of being an eight-time All-American. It's just a um, very, very difficult thing to do. And with uh, this added year, 10 times as possible? Uh, could, could. If everything goes well and, and uh, you know, he stays healthy and we stay hungry and we keep working, you know, that certainly could be uh, – that, that could certainly uh, be something that happens for him again. So – uh, you know, he's not focused on that. We're focused on our team goals right now, but that certainly could be a, uh, you know, icing on the cake for sure. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure that that was even part of the equation that, you know, when the t uh, player gets an extra year, should he get all the benefits of the extra year? And it sounds like, uh, like he would. So, um, we talked about Blumberg. He's obviously your, your leader, but you have, you know, you have Peck, you have Sondergaard. Talk about some of the other uh, key singles players. Well, uh, let's look at uh, Ben Sagoin, you know, who's a senior for us this year now, too. Um, you know, he's, and he's been a tremendous player for us. He's an All-American in singles for us. He is, he is uh, you know, played the primarily number two singles for us his whole career and, and uh, obviously played doubles. I mean, he's a tremendous player. He's beaten some players in singles in the summer, uh, ranked top 150 in the world. Um, so, you know, his experience and his play, again, he's tremendous. He can play with anybody. And then, um, obviously, we go with Peck and, and Sondergaard. Those guys have been in our lineup. You know, we've had some tremendous team accomplishments in their career, uh, NCAA finals, uh, NCAA semifinals. Um, they've been a part of our core group, you know, and, and, and Simon's played both singles and doubles, and, and uh, Josh has played primarily singles for us. And then uh, Ricky Hichikata you know, from Australia. Um, he's coming off a second round at the Australian Open where he beat a player ranked 250 in the world first round. Um, he, you know, he's been home, back home. He was fortunate with what's going on in Australia. He got a tremendous amount of matches there compared to what was going on in the United States, and he worked extremely hard. And then he's come back and already had a really good win against over uh, NC State's, one of NC State's best players in the history of their program. Uh, he beat him about three weeks ago. Um so he's a, he's a great player too. I, I think, you know, when you look at the depth of a team, you, I mean, you go up and down the line, you just have great players just all the way through. And then, you know, talk about Brian Cernock from Maryland. He's a junior for us. He had a great fall for us, tremendous work ethic on him. He was an all American with Will last year and number one um, doubles. Uh, they finished top 10 in the country. And then he was one of our best singles points last year. And, you know, he had a great fall for us too. He had the opportunity to play some tournaments and one of our hardest workers. And so he's had, you know, you, just, you can talk about all these guys tremendously. And then we have a, a, a really exciting freshman class, which is a different thing to manage too, because we have so much experience in these other players with Peter Murphy, Logan Zapp, and Adam Neff. Those are our three. That's one of the best classes in the country that we've had, um, you know, filling it up. And then we have Anuj Watani, who's another player um, from Florida. He's had a great work ethic, worked hard all summer, played a lot of matches. So, we have a really, uh, really uh, the depth of our team and the strength of our team up and down the lineup is great. And it's great for the younger players to have the opportunity to train with these fifth-year seniors. 
I, I talked to your counterpart with the women's squad uh, and, you know, asked him about it. And I'll ask you the same question. You know, these top young players who come in, they don't, they didn't come to sit on the sidelines. So how um, do you manage that, that, you know, you have these guys who have, who have battled and won for you, but you have to give these uh, younger guys some playing time too. Yeah, I think, uh, and that's a big challenge for us, you know, um, but one thing I think they have to have a vision of where their game is going, you know, and, and what they're looking for the future in their game, not so much this year or immediate results, you know, what are they going to do this summer? What are they going to do, you know, and, and play next fall? and keep moving forward for their games. That's even a question that we can talk about, you know, current guys on our team, like Josh Peck, you know, he wasn't in our starting lineup his first year, you know, and and then had limited playing time his second year. And then, you know, once it clicked in for him, he was off to the races and has become one of our best players ever. And the same thing for these guys, you know, it's a learning curve to come in as a freshman and to learn and train and, and the entire process to identify their game, to get more. So again, they've got to have a vision for themselves, you know, even, um, I don't know if you watched the Australian open, there's a player that played at UCLA named Cressy, Maxime Cressy that, uh, I'll never forget him. And a, a really nice young man that was playing number seven for UCLA the year that we won the national indoor championship at Virginia playing number seven singles. And then he made, he just, now he went on and played number five for UCLA and he, now he qualified for the you know, Australian open and won a round in singles, you know, so, same thing with one of our former players, incredible work ethic, Nick Monroe. Um, he's 38 years old right now. And then him and his partner just beat the number three seeded doubles team in the Australian Open. And, and you know, again, the work ethic and the vision and the, just the day-to-day work uh, for their future of where they want to go, that's one of the biggest things we're trying to teach all of all these young players. Sports Focus, we'll be right back. You're listening to Sports Focus with Charlie Tuggle. And now, back to the show. Welcome back to Sports Focus. We're talking with Sam Paul, who's in Champaign, Illinois, getting ready for, uh, and by the time this airs, uh, we'll have played some in the uh, ITA Indoor National Championships. So, Coach, uh, just like the women, you were going into the ITAs coming off a really tough win, but tough. How does that set you up for going into this tournament? Well, I think we just need matches. You know, uh, we've had some stuff going on, you know, unfortunately with some, you know, we had a lot of stuff set up in January and we had, uh, you know, honestly some players in and out with some COVID protocols that, uh, you know, so again, we're now full strength. We're fully healthy. We've been healthy now, you know, for about two to three weeks. So again, that's a really exciting thing, you know? So again, we need matches, you know, and again, we're walking into the elite eight of the country and, and we're so excited to be playing these teams. And, um, you know, we're going to keep working on our primary goals, obviously to get better every single day and keep learning and keep growing as a team. So, um, you know, it's, a, it's certainly a, definitely one of our goals, this tournament to win this tournament, but obviously, you know, we, we also have our eyes on the bigger prize, which is in May. And, uh, you know, that's one of the, the primary goals for us. Coach, I wanted to ask you about that. Can you summarize for the the average fan the difference, uh, perhaps even in prestige, between the indoor title and the NC2A title later on? Well, it's, uh, both are very prestigious. Uh, again, the, the ITA Indoors is a tournament, you know, sponsored by the Intercollegiate Tennis Association. Uh, the NCAA is not 
uh, you know, and we're sponsored by the NCAA, but that's not one of the title, this title sponsor of this tournament. Obviously, the NCAA title, you know, that's really the, the one I think that everybody would love to have, you know. And obviously, we'd love to have another national title, national team indoors too. But if you had to put it on a, you know, what's the, the biggest stage, it's probably the NCAA championships in May. All right. And so uh, not to say that, you know, you don't want to win the tournament that you're in, but the, the ultimate prize is NC2A. But this would be a pretty nice stepping stone uh, oh, be, to, you know, to get toward that, that bigger goal. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And, and again, it's a national title. You know, again, we, uh, our guys are playing for they, they view it as a national title. And simply, but if you had to say which one is the bigger one, you certainly would say both are very, very big. But the NCAA championships in May is the, is the, is the one that I think every coach and team would say that'd be the one that they, they'd like to, you know, they'd like to win both. But that certainly one's a little bit bigger. I do want to go back and, and clarify something or, or just emphasize something. You were talking about some of your current players who were playing in tournaments during the summer and uh, be somebody in the top 150 or somebody in the top 250. You're not yes. talking about college players. You're talking about all players in the world. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm talking about Ricky. So Ricky, uh, you know, is from Australia, and he got a wild card into the uh, Australian Open, and he, and he beat a player ranked 250 in the world first round in the Australian Open qualifying tournament. So, yeah, that's exactly right. So. Yeah. So you have some pretty good players going into this tournament and uh, you know, how much of a motivator is it, you know, to uh, revenge or redemption or whatever you want to call it, how much of a motivating factor is that in tennis? Um, I, I, for sure. Absolutely. You know, I think there's no, uh, you know, uh, there's no doubt about it, you know, that you look back and so this team beat that team and this team got us last year. And I think that's one thing that may have, gotten us a little bit last year and credit to Southern California, you know, we beat them last year or well, the year before in the, in the round of 16 on their home courts in the NCAA championship. And uh, then we came back and played them in the finals of the ITA championship. And a lot of those players were there. They were, they were pretty fired up that day. And again, we played a great match, but credit to them, they stepped up. So again, that's a motivating factor for, you know, for all players in tennis, you know, that they come back and, and look at it. And I think, you know, as we were walking today, talking to Will, he's like, so excited to play in this tournament, so excited to get going. And, um, you know, that, and that's the experience of it all that I think that, uh, you know, motivation is huge. So uh, you, you go into this tournament having played only three matches so far. That yeah. would seem to be a big disadvantage, but uh, it, it can't be that much different for other teams. They haven't played much either, right? Well, we've played other tournaments, though. Again, we, we started out the season with a couple of, of, of tournaments. So we played, you know, we played six other days besides that, that, that tournament. It just, they're just not reflected on our individual dual match record. So we've played tournaments on the 11th of January and played a three-day tournament, and then we came back and played another three-day tournament called the ACC Challenge the following weekend. So we've, we've had match play. So um, it, it doesn't we, – we've not only had just three dual matches. All right, so uh, you're headed here in the final 30 seconds. You're headed into what uh, you hope to be your second uh, indoor national title. Uh, best of luck to the Heels. And, uh, of course, you know what UNC stands for. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> University of National Champions. There you and, go. Uh, and uh, thank you, Charlie. I, you know, thank you for having me on your program, and thank you for everything you do for Carolina Athletics. And that does it for this edition of Sports Focus. Thanks to our guest, Sam Paul, 
Thanks also to producer Chip Sweeney. And as always, thanks to you for listening. Cheers. Thanks to Richard Southall, Mark Nagel, and Deborah Southall at the College Sport Research Institute at the University of South Carolina for their research and guidance and for access to CSRI's international network of sources. Sports Focus is a service of UNC's Hussman School of Journalism and Media.